Hello and welcome to Nurse in Transition. This is your host, Kiana Brathwaite. Um, it has been a while since I last recorded. And of course, whenever you're going through transition, it's very hard to schedule things and stick to a routine. Um, so I apologize. Um, I will work on being a little more consistent or at least um, publishing more consistently. Um, but I appreciate all of those who have listening are listening, um, who have checked it out. Um, that's awesome. I'm really, really psyched. You may hear in the background some traffic. Um, I am currently recording at our home, which we won't have very shortly. Um, so I try to sit in this space as often as I can uh, until we have to let it go. With that being said, I wanted to talk to you this week uh, about failure, right? Um, I started my business in 2016, officially had clients about a year later, um, had a great rush of uh, interest and clients uh, last year. And then um, at the end of the year, I realized that what I was looking for as far as working with my clients, I wasn't getting. And uh, there was kind of an energy exchange and a relationship building that I was really looking for. And I was not necessarily getting that. So at the beginning of this year, 2019, I decided to um, invest in myself, right, and do some business development, um, get some systems in place and in order uh, do some business coaching. And, um, yeah, I, I've been doing that pretty much. It's, it's October now. I've been doing that pretty much the whole year. I've had a few people who have come to me, um, through referrals and I realized that we weren't necessarily a good fit. Um, and that was really, that's really hard, right? So when you have a business and you, you know, you, you need revenue to drive your business, um, it's, it's not easy saying no, but I've, I've had to do that. And then at some points, you know, things got rough financially for our household and I, um, offered, threatened, whatever the case may be to look for a job. Right. Um, and each time that I have looked for a job or put my resume out there, um, there's significant interest. I get to like the interview phase, everything's great. And then all of a sudden the company just drops off. There's nothing, there's no, we found somebody else or, you know, we're going to nothing. It did. They literally drop off. And I, um, I took that as a sign of, you know, I'm not, that wasn't for me. Right. Um, it's, it's a little frustrating though, because, you know, as a nurse, you have all these great skills and you're, you have a service oriented heart and you, you want to serve, um, in, in your business and in other ways, and you're not able to do that. So this year has been, um, frustrating in that respect, but I get it. You know, I'm, I'm on this path and I need to stay on this path. So anyway, I have a friend in business. I have a couple friends in business and I was talking to her about it and she mentioned that I should be open to, but not necessarily seeking employment, right? If it comes to me, that's great. If not, I'll be okay. And, um, thank you. And so recently another friend in business, um, invited me to work for her and I, 
I am in all honesty in awe of her. Um, she has been able to do something in a market that I think I'm only aware that Jeff Bezos has been able to do, and that's to bring something to people who didn't even know they needed it and then turn it into a viable business, which is what I'm working on doing myself. And so um, when she offered me the position, my immediate response was yes, right? Because, um, and, and here's why. She has a viable business and I can learn from that. But, um, and I, I believe in apprenticeships. It's kind of what I went through as a, you know, in, in nursing school, we were, you know, trial by fire, apprentice type. I think I went to, to nursing school for 36 months straight, um, no breaks. And I'm just used to that learning on the job kind of, um, that's just my entire career in healthcare. I've learned on the job. And I think that she being on the other side, cause I utilize her services and her, uh, she has a float therapy, um, business and she has two locations and I love her staff. Um, when I first got there, I was super nervous, didn't know what to expect. And, um, her manager at the time, Chad, would put me at ease, right? And um, was able to speak from his experience and, and really, you know, walk me through what some of my nerve wracking things were and my questions were. And eventually I started and, and I look up two years later and it's an ongoing practice. It's something that I know if I don't do, if I'm not doing float therapy, I'm not taking care of myself. It's actually one of my indicators. So, um, yeah, so she offered me the position and my first response was yes. And then, you know, the critic in me, right? Um, I have a few friends who have businesses who have also sought out jobs to supplement their income and they see it as having to do what they have to do. But for me, it was an indicator of failure. You know, it was like, I'm kind of, you know, for me, it was like, oh my God, I'm giving up on my dream. And that's not the case. I mean, she knows that I own a business. She knows, like, she's aware. We, we, we are acquaintances, friends. Um, we really clicked and hit it off really well. So she knows where I am right now. And I don't even think that that was what the offer was for. Um, she's in need and I'm available. But for me, it, it was an indication of failure. And I, I wanted to really talk about that because, um, you know, we set ourselves up to be, um, we, we really get in our own heads and we get in our own way and we, we, we don't see things for what they are. And I'm a big, big picture person. And I could, I even know that that's not what this is. I know that this isn't an indication of failure, but the feeling, um, is something that I am still dealing with. So I looked up failure Right. And I just to define it and failure is uh, a noun as defined by dictionary. I guess this is dictionary dot com lack of success. Right. So an example is an economic policy that is doomed to failure um, or the omission of expected or required action. And the example they give there is their failure to comply with the basic rules. Um, and then I stumbled upon this. um um, search result, uh, James clear three stages of failure. And I think this is really where I fall in 
right? This, this issue, right? So there's a failure of tactics, failure of strategy and failure of business. Those are his three stages of failure. Um, so failure tactics, these are how mistakes are made, uh, failure of strategy. These are what mistakes. Um, and then the failure of vision is these are why mistakes. And I kind of feel like I'm in a place where, you know, my business isn't taking off the way that I want it to. Um, and even though I, I recognize that it, it takes so much to, to get a business up and running and viable, um, I really thought that initially going into 2019, I thought that this would, oh, I'm just going to do business development for like the first quarter. And, you know, then I'll get off my tuchus and I'll start looking for clients and customers. And, you know, I, I did really well last year. I had to file a tax return. So, um, you know, this year will be better. Right. And and when the second quarter came around, I was like, OK, well, I, I realized what I didn't know. Um, and there's some more work that needs to be done. And then the third quarter came around, which we're sitting in and then we're going into the fourth quarter. Third quarter came around. It's like, I need to pull back a little bit because we were moving into the school year and I wanted to take the summer to enjoy my kids. Cause I knew that, um, our, our school year was going to be hectic. And so I wanted to take the summer off. I wanted the three of us to take the summer off and really enjoy each other and just enjoy being relaxed and enjoy not having to be anywhere, um, on purpose. And I made a decision for that. But then, you know, you look up and you're like, you know, oh, my gosh, now the school year is here. You know, we're running around like chickens and I don't have any clients. Um, I've actually turned down people who could be potential clients. And I'm like, I this isn't what I envision for myself. So I'm kind of comparing my now self to what my 2018 self envisioned and based upon those two comparisons, I'm feeling like a failure and that's not the case. Um, it's, it's not easy when you decide, right. To take a step back. Um, and it's not easy when you decide to make something else a priority or to do what you need to do for yourself. And it's really counterintuitive. Um, Because one, I'm really used to as a nurse, as a person, as a mom, as a wife, as a sister, as a daughter, as all the things that I am, I'm used to putting everybody else before me. And eventually I realize I never did anything for myself and I get, you know, resentful and frustrated and angry and disappointed and all that. And now I'm doing the reverse as one of the people who emailed me during my, uh, when I wrote my article about working out as a nurse and what health looked like for me and that whole journey, you know, they talked about putting your oxygen mask on first and I'm actually doing that, right? I'm putting my oxygen mask on first, but it's really funny how doing that feels like failing. You know, it feels like I'm not thriving or I'm not, and I, I, that's, I know in my soul, right? I know that that's not true, but in this always do productivity, time management, get, get, go, 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 do, 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 go, 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 show, show that you're worth. And all of that coming in my inbox still permeates my psyche and, and propagates these thoughts. And so I just, you know, I kind of wanted to share that with you about, we need to, I am working on, um, reshaping, right. What success looks like for me, what health looks like for me, um, what my business looks like, um, getting what I need in order to thrive in my business, because, you know, having a business 
doesn't just mean that you're getting revenue. A lot of people define it as, oh, a business is when it's getting revenue. But having a business is building the blocks to being able to provide a product or service for a particular group of people. And while there's it's depending on the type of service or product, it takes time to build up to that. And you have to be able to give yourself the time you need to get to the point where you're doing what it is you love to do. And I'm not giving myself that time. I'm not even giving myself that space. I continue to compare myself, not necessarily to other people, but I'm comparing myself to who I think I should be. And that's worse because at least if I'm comparing myself to a person, you know, I can say, oh, well, you know, um, they, they look great on the outside and, and that's great, but I don't know their story. I don't know their walk. I don't know what their day looks like. I don't know how they feel. I can say that. But when I'm comparing myself to myself, I know my walk. I know my story. I know where I came from. I know what my hurts are. I know what my pain is. I know where I've come from. I know where I don't know where I'm going in the sense of, you know, uncertainty. And I think I talked about um, that inevitable frustration that uncertainty is just a thing that we just have to face because it is a part of life. It is life. You don't know what the next moment is going to look like. You don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. You don't know if you, you don't know. Um, And to sit in that uncertainty, I'm sitting in that right now. And to sit in that makes me feel like a failure, Um, especially with um, a perceived crumbling of walls, right? So I'm currently listening to, I say reading, but I'm not because it's being read to me. Um, although my kids teachers say it's, this, you know, it's anonymous, but whatever. Um, I'm currently listening to Untethered Soul by, oh, good grief. Hold, wait a minute. Cause I, it's out there. Hold on. I'm going to look it up while I'm sitting here recording. Cause this is horrible that I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've looked it up so many times. There we go. Michael Allen Singer. I, I should know that. Um, and the untethered soul, the journey beyond yourself. You know, there's some talk about letting go. There's talk about um, which is like a recurring theme, because even in my mindfulness class, one of the attitudinal um, things is letting go and letting be um, and not striving, which is totally counterintuitive to the culture, to my mindset, to how I operate. Um, But also Untethered Soul talks about, you know, letting go and not striving and just enjoying life. And um, he he talks about so many other things in his book. But one thing that's resonating with me right now, especially in this feeling of failure, is um, the fact that I no longer feel like I have control and I never really had control. Right. Because there is always a place that I want to go or, you know, something that I want to do and a goal that I want to achieve. And I think it'll look one way. And then when I get there, it looks a completely different way. And I'm, I'm upset by that, right? Because it doesn't look the way that I thought that it should look, but I never really had control over how it looked. I really need to now understand, you know, where do I want to go? And how does that feel? Like, how would I feel if, um, I had five clients, you know, how would I feel if, 
I had the complete foundation laid for my business and everything was automated to the point that I wanted. And I could just now start building out my employee handbook so that I could start training and hiring people. Like, how would I feel with doing that as opposed to and, and how do I feel about working under the tutelage of somebody who's been able to hump it and grump? it? I mean, how often do you get the opportunity to do that? That's like working you being interested in electricity and being able to work next to Tesla, you know, like that is a phenomenal opportunity. And I'm sitting here squandering it away, pissing and moaning about, Oh, I'm a failure. Cause now I got to get a job, dude. I I'm going to get over myself. I, I'm being kind to myself and recognizing that how I feel is how I feel. Um, But I also think that we beat ourselves up so much because we're not living up to the expectations and standards that we set for ourselves, not necessarily other people set for us, but that we set for ourselves. And I see it in my kids where they don't meet their expectations. Um, My son is part of the Philly Boys Choir and he's auditioned twice and he hasn't blazed yet. And he was beside himself because he hasn't gotten there. And I was like, whoa, 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 let's, let's take a step back. You know, you're putting in the work, but you still need to, um, are you doing certain things to get yourself there? Yes. Okay. Well, let's, let's examine this. What is your goal? You know, and and why do you want to do this? And what does it mean to you? And, and how does that feel? And what does that look like? Um, you know, those are the conversations I found having with my, my son. And I find myself, my kids mirroring, where I am at these different transitional stages. Um, either my daughter is going through something and it, it allows me to talk to her about things. And then I reflect upon that conversation. Cause I'm like, wow, I'm kind of in that same space. Or my son goes through something and I reflect upon where he is and what he's going through in our conversations. And I'm like, good grief. I'm doing the same thing. And it's just really funny how they mirror, um, what I'm going through. And, um, I see them, kind of doing some similar things and behaviors with beating themselves up. Um, and I, I really think we need to stop that. I think we need to put our oxygen mask on and there's a level of selfishness that we need to just be okay with and accept that, Hey, I need to do this for myself. Hey, it's okay if this doesn't get to look like what I want it to look like, but if it feels like what I want it to feel like, that's even better, you know, just reframing some things for ourselves so that we don't destroy ourselves and, and just degrade, degrade ourselves, um, to the point where we paralyze ourselves. Right. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that failure, um, those three stages by, I, I got to look them up again. Cause, um, <laughs> I just looked up the other guy and I got him by John James clear. And you can find the uh, three stages of failure on jamesclear.com. I am not an affiliate. I'm just letting you know where you could find that. Um, and oh, so I wanted to just leave you with this. So um, expresscoaching.net says you probably are thinking that you're not good enough and that you should give up. While failure can involve those thoughts and emotions, failure can also make us stronger or wiser. A simple definition of failure is an act or instance instance of failure or prove proving unsuccessful lack of success. It's an instant. It's not forever. It's not always. It's an instant. And it, it really is something where 
it gives us pause and we can take it as a lesson to learn or to pay attention, right? Um, one big thing that I'm working on right now is paying attention, being attuned to listening. Um, and when I feel like I found there's something that I need to listen to within myself, allow to come up and, and as Michael Singer says, pass through me instead of shutting it down and trying to push it away. So I leave you with those last thoughts. Thank you for listening um, and checking me out. Please feel free to go to www.resourceandhealthcare.com. Sign up for the newsletter. I send out a form just to confirm that you are who you say you are and that you're interested. And um, we'll send out emails talking about your health as a priority, being a nurse in transition, you know, what my journey has looked like, what my journey is. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye.